0: The Coupole Podcast is brought to you by the Bitbox O2 Hardware Wallet by ShiftCrypto.ch. If you want to save your skin and get your coins off the exchange and not suffer as many others have as these crypto exchanges are blowing up and people are losing their Bitcoin, then be wise and get yourself a Bitbox O2 Hardware Wallet secure your own keys on your signing device. Use the code BMS. Get five percent off on all shift crypto products. And if you're tired of hearing these ads, you can head on over to qpaul.substack.com to listen to my podcast ad-free. Thank you. Do you, want to start a war? you need to embrace capitalism. NRK! NRK! I don't even know what that means, but I love it. It is this hope which is the lever of progress. It's my favorite Fed to keep one's reactions warm and true. And they attack us because we're over there is to have found the secret of perpetual youth. Man you're too pretty to be a libertarian And perpetual youth I is salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Q Paul podcast, the podcast where we say the quiet parts out loud. And today, again, this is a lovely Monday or Tuesday, whenever this comes out. I don't know. Today, we have another sum report. Some report for January 22nd. Published this last night, being Sunday. And this is issue 33 of Q Paul, And it's entitled Davos is Losing. As I have harped on many, many, many a time, these Malthusians are struggling. (laughs) The struggle was real for them, to say the least. And we're going to get into that. But before all of that, do be sure to subscribe to QPaul.substack.com if you are not already. And let's see if we can go three for three. Because I ask y'all to pay me. And surprisingly, some of y'all do. Which means... The goddamn world to me really does. But if you're liking my content and liking what I'm doing, then be sure to show that support and subscribe monthly for less than what it costs to be blue checkmarked, approved, verified on Twitter, which I am now, by the way. So thanks, Elon, and you can do that for 7.22 a month. Uh, in in tradition of my, my B-Day, July 22nd, or you can just uh, s- subscribe to the sexy amount of $69 a year. That's a huge-o discount. Uh, you're welcome. But showing aside, let's get into what we will be discussing today. Davos losing. How the World Economic Forum goons are losing the war for globalism, on globalism. I don't know. It really depends on what your definition of globalism is. If you're like in the realism, realist foreign policy kind of line of thought, like globalism is more in the flavor of each nation having its just national sovereignty. What's, what's the term I'm, I'm looking for? It's, it's losing. It's It's been misplaced in my head. It'll probably come back to me in the middle of this read. But uh, regardless, they're losing, and we're gonna open open this article. Which, if you want to read along, just go to cubal.substack.com and do so, and subscribe so you don't miss a beat and any of the extra content that I put out for paid members only. But we're gonna open up this article with a tweet of mine saying the WEF. I'm just gonna say WEF. The WEF and Davos are merely peacocking by scaring you with their agenda. This is how desperate they are. They will not achieve their goals as their solipsism gets the best of them. And I open this issue of Q Ball with the above tweet because the crowds I run with, who think they're quote, tuned in, are clearly missing the forest for the trees of what's actually happening between the global elites. And believe it or not, they are losing. It's their arrogant hubris and solipsism that gives them the fuel to continue their Malthusian agendas of neo-feudalistic futures where they're on top and we're safe and content in our pods with our bugs. The irony is that they can't do it without carbon energy resources, which Russia will refuse to sell to the EU in order to win the war against the NATO-backed Ukranazis. And as the Fed keeps raising rates, regardless of what the mainstream media headlines might trick you into believing, which we'll get into very shortly, the Davos piggy bank will run dry. And this sum report will review some of the events from the past week that show how and why these Davos devils are, in fact, losing the war for global domination. And here's some comic relief just to prove my point. I won't play the video. You can go subscribe to the Substack. And watch the tweet that I posted. But it's basically these wef goons at Davos on on some panel. Predicting that there's going to be a cyber attack in two years. And what I'm just trying to demonstrate is that they're panicking. As I quote for myself, panicking little pussies. <laughs> as pals just bankrupting their asses. And they literally have no other option. So, section numero, I guess, two. Diamonds, Davos, higher for longer tour. Jamie Dimon has made it clear that we're going higher for longer as far as rates go. Fez Bullard said the terminal rate is 7%, meaning that's the highest the Fed is willing to raise the Fed funds rate, as Powell says, until the job is done. Anyone who's trusting a Fed insider or whisperer over Powell or Jamie Dimon is in complete denial. You've been warned by both myself and Mr. Diamond that we're definitely going over 5% fed funds rate. So strap in boys and girls. And I linked a article where Jamie diamond is actually saying higher for longer above 5%. So again, subscribe to the Substack and look into these details yourself. The following tweet thread conversation may be what many might have thought happened at Davos since Jamie diamond attended this year. again, subscribe and go look at that. But it's basically a conversation between uh, Grant, it's not really a conversation. Uh, Grant Cardone tweeted something out saying, what's the main thing bothering you that's happening in America right now? And one of my followers that I have is um, Sovinbra, Bra, uh, uh, Chase, if you will. Very patriotic, very spiritual human being, great dude. But he, like many other of the, the people that I kind of look at, and see what they are producing content-wise on Twitter, it's kind of in the camp of, like George Carlin said, it's all one big club and you're not invited, which I think is silly. But he said that the one fear that he one of the main fears that he has about what's happening in America is that our federal reserve is working on a pilot program for a CBDC with the largest banks in America. That CBDC will be connected to digital vaccine passports, digital IDs and a social credit scoring system by 2030. It will all be used to enslave us. Yet Somehow dot, dot, dot. No one cares. Well, as few and far between this faction of conservative right winger, Patriots, libertarians, people I run with, even Bitcoiners might seem you guys care you guys are pretty loud about it and I think you're creating a lot of noise, frankly because I responded, which I've responded in multiple issues of QPaul that <laughs> except the CBdc is going to be wholesale for the banks to set up reserves with each other as a system to replace Swift. Retail customers, you and I, won't interact with it, period. Why? Because a retail CBDC kills commercial banks, aka the shareholders of the Fed. So rest your weary head, there'll be no CBDC. And again, many still think the Fed is on the side of the Malthusian globalists at Davos, but this couldn't be further from the truth. And if anything, Diamond went there to set things straight and tell klaus schwab how it is and that they're raising rates and bankrupting their commie green agenda great reset asses as i've also warned many times in the in the past before the media puppet masters are trying to pull the narrative and rhetoric strings in order to force powell to do their bidding which is pivot especially by creating a false flag and dragging the United States in to fight the war for Ukraine against the evil Russians and Chinese. But they don't call it the War Street Journal for nothing, because based on this headline from the Wall Street Journal, the headline is, Fed sets course for a milder interest rate rise in February. This is plain evidence that the Davos media masters are desperate to force the Fed into Force into the market zeitgeist that the fed will do what they've always done which is come to the market's rescue but powell and diamond aren't the only ones admitting what the reality of the monetary policy is because they won't come to the rescue powell's breaking the fed put and even leo brainard who's very dovish very left-wing she's coming out clean and In this investing.com piece that I came across, the headline is Fez Brainerd backs higher for longer rates for, quote, some time to quell inflation. So it goes to show who's wearing the monetary pants. I believe that the chairman of the Federal Reserve has more power than the president. And that's not really saying much because anyone that has a hunch and knows better knows that the president doesn't have as much power as we think. But it's imperative... That we must be able to separate the signal from the noise. Don't buy into the Davos disinformation. Davos, Davos disinformation campaigns. Remember, the news is a narrative and distorting it is one of their final weapons because they are that desperate to not only win, but to survive. The narrative in the news isn't the only place where denial is rampant. It's also in the markets. Again, the markets are mispriced especially for those trying to read the euro dollar futures curve which historically shows when the fed is forecasted to pivot based on the inversion of the curve if you are into like technical analysis geekery which i'm not i'm kind of slow behind it but i've tried been trying to pay attention for over a year and it's slowly catching on but if you just understand some key principles just like you know fundamental premises That's one of them. The euro dollar futures curve and it's the inversion on that curve. Whenever that happens, where it's forecasted of whichever month is historically when the market goes, oh, this is when the Fed's going to pivot, turn on the money printers or they're going to cut rates. And again, this is merely reading tea leaves at this point. Why? Because the euro dollar futures curve is wrong. The market is in denial that the Fed will pivot. The reality is, as I mentioned, that Powell has broken the Fed put and will most likely raise rates 50 basis points at the next FOMC meeting. Which, side note, Christine Lagarde came out this morning on Monday saying and admitting just like how the Bank of Japan has that inflation is out of control. And so they're going to do a back-to-back 50 basis point raise In February and March. So, uh, all the work that the Fed's done with monetary policy since Powell raised rates, the reverse repo rate by five basis points in June of 2021, and even arguably since he told the commercial banks to stop accepting euro debt as collateral in 2019, which caused the repo spasm, going lower... (laughs) raised by 25 instead of 50 and has, as some people like to call that a quote unquote pivot would undo what the fed is working so hard to do, which which is maintain as much credibility as possible, whatever is left of it. And the reality is Powell's not going to budge. As I mentioned countless times before pivoting would undo all that work that Powell's done to gain back the feds credibility and destroy the offshore dollar markets and because of this credibility improvement and a nominal lowering of the cpi it's also why there won't be a recession in 2023 we won't get that until 2024 which we'll get into in the next section this is your friendly reminder to rate subscribe if you say the best things they come in threes like rate subscribe if you If you rated five stars, we can raise the bar. Subscribe so you can stay in tune. And don't forget at the very end to leave a nice review. Something like I love you, Sue. (whistles) Rate, subscribe, review, please. Thank you. So section number three, I guess. Japan goes yellow. Slash Lee Ray Roy Jenkins for the Fed. Now, earlier in the week, the FinTwit macro bros, which I kind of run with on Twitter spaces, were all hyped up about Japan's monetary policy, how they're able to cut rates and do YCC or yield curve control and spend while everyone else is stuck with raising rates at the Fed's behest. Now, many are curious why the country hasn't collapsed. And the reason behind this is that Japan and the BOJ or the Bank of Japan historically and is the Federal Reserve's ultimate wingman. They can essentially experiment with their monetary policy at virtually no cost at the Fed's bidding. The recent BOJ activity, I believe, and others that I look up to, uh, their uh, obligation is to attract capital. Towards them and away from Europe or Davos, and cause capital flight back into the US and the Global South. As I mentioned in previous issues of QPOL, there is a tacit coordination between the BRICS nations and the Global South and the Fed to take out Davos economically. Now, to get into some of the more details, if you will. Uh, to hear from an expert, I would recommend giving this Twitter space, which I link to, to that tweet in the Substack. subscribe. I recommend giving this Twitter space uh, a listen. It's with a Japanese monetary policy specialist, Weston Nakamura. Just give it a listen. I, I, was, I joined and I was able to ask him direct questions about what is happening. Or what I think is happening with Japan in aligning with the Fed against the EU, which he basically agrees with. Okay, anyway, now just for a quick rundown or brief redundancy, perhaps, but what I think my Japan Fed theory is. So the yen is weak against the dollar, so that makes the carry trade more attractive. This is just what I think, Uh, a.k.a. you can get really cheap debt in yen and then leverage that and go play around in the markets. That's what I believe the traders were all giddy about on Twitter Spaces, But I could be wrong. If you think I'm wrong, you know, send me some feedback in the comments. I just responded last night to some guy who asked me a question. You're welcome, Kevin. Japan is taking the fall for the Fed to strengthen the dollar against Europe because they're at odds with the ECB. And Japan is the Fed's wingman, as I said, and they're working together to bankrupt Europe because they're at war. A war for monetary independence from Davos. Japan and the Global South have been active in the U.S. Treasury market for better and for worse. And simply put, they loaded up and dumped a bunch of uh, of dollars. They, they dumped them for... Sorry. Simply put, they loaded up on Treasuries and dumped them for dollars to prepare for war, which is why we'll see higher commodity inflation, like in gold and, and oil and all this stuff, which will only hurt the u.s here domestically even more with cost push inflation and this is why the long ago and others believe that 2023 will mean higher inflation but because of the lag in monetary policy i think is what they're uh hinting at there will not be an actual recession until 2024 eventually though global capital will be preserved by running back into safe havens like u.s treasuries gold bitcoin and the dow American markets in general, because that's where capital is treated best. But I think that there is a pretty clear competition at hand with places like Russia or whatever exchanges that BRICS nations come up with. And there is a strict competition between just settling in dollars. Like the petrodollar is basically at the window at this point. Because Saudi Arabia has come out publicly and talked about talked about having settlement reserves, contracts, and not dollars. So there is a bifurcation and a direct competition here. But, that said, regardless, the coordination between nations working against Davos is just further proof that not everybody is on the Great Reset train. and signifies Davos and the WEF trolls are not as strong as they'd want you to believe. Section 3, 4, 3, 4, I don't know. Peak clown world. We are at peak clown world, believe it or not. A weak economy is making big tech fire more people, and yet retarded retail sentiment <laughs> makes Bitcoin number go up. Although, I feel it's a mix of that plus capital flight from outside the US. But regardless of my optimism towards Diamond, as I mentioned earlier, it's moments like this... That we should all stop laugh, and appreciate. In that moment, you can watch on the Substack. But it's, it's Jamie Dimon saying that Bitcoin is fake on this this uh, CNBC panel where they're all, they're all outside in the snow. Or it, it was just funny. So clown world or not, this is hilarious. I think that Dimon is trolling because it's totally in his interest to bash Bitcoin while he preps the banking industry's infrastructure. To offer crypto products and accumulate as much of the world's supreme form of collateral, meaning Bitcoin, as possible in the still rather bearish market that we find ourselves in. And the market is severely mispriced and people are still in denial the Fed will pivot. And the reality of this clown worldishness is also not seen, but how how reality is kind of biting people in the ass through the amount of jobs that have been laid off by the big tech companies. Also, hat tip to Magu who I got these stats from, but I also found a tweet with a visual. But let me just list off some quick stats of tech giant layoffs. So Amazon laid off 18,000 people in January uh, on January 4th of this year. Google laid off 12,000 on January 20th. Microsoft laid off 10,000 in uh, January 18th, Facebook 11,000 November 9th of 2022 and Salesforce laid off 8,000 people in January uh, on January 4th. And again, subscribe to the Substack for the visual that I found on Twitter which just breaks down a lot more numbers. But it's pretty insane. And in, uh, if you want some big numbers here in November Big Tech laid off, and this consists of Amazon, Twitter, Meta, I think Twitch, but they laid off 60,176 employees for November last year, and as of this month of the new year, they've laid off a total of 45,748 people. And it's important to realize that this truly is peak clown world and peak Davos. It's I'd highly recommend taking a look at this white pillow of an article from Tom Longo, on the matter that is getting some pretty good traction on zero hedge but these people are are losing and the feds doing our job for us all we have to do is stay diligent and figure out how to survive this as best as possible and then some where to put your money where to invest your time your resources to just be a better you financially spiritually as a human whatever it might be but the reality is that as rates go higher for longer a lot of the fat is being shaved off from the corp- from corporate America, especially middle management, bureaucratic filler positions. And as clownish as things can get, remember the importance of the incentives shared by the powers that be are this. Who benefits from what policy and why? And who does not benefit? What would those actors be willing to do to fight for survival? That's exactly what we're facing here. As far as The media media distortions I've covered in this issue and last week's issue. And I kind of also explained this in further detail of just the bigger macro monetary policy background. I went on a recent rant on that on the Green Candle Investment podcast last Tuesday, which you can tune into, I think, 7 o'clock central every Tuesday. But I sum it all up in five minutes, and you can take a peek of that snapshot in the YouTube video that I put in the Substack. So, subscribe so you don't miss it. Everything is here in my Substack. But to end this issue of the Summer Report, I will sign off by sharing some sexy Clown World lols, which again, you can only see if you subscribe. But have a great week, everyone. And remember, as always, me, Phil Gibson, signing off to own your failure because, God knows, our so-called leaders do not. You've been listening to a read-along of Paul Davos is losing. This has been the sum report for January 1st. Uh, no, January 22nd, issue 33 of Paul and uh, Paul Podcast. So, be well. Adios. Peace out. Sayonara. Subscribe. Bye-bye. The Podcast is brought to you by the Bitbox O2 Hardware Wallet by ShiftCrypto.ch. If you want to save your skin and get your coins off the exchange and not suffer as many others have as these crypto exchanges are blowing up and people are losing their Bitcoin, then be wise and get yourself a Bitbox O2 Hardware Wallet secure your own keys on your signing device. Use the code BMS get 5% off on all Shift Crypto products. And if you're tired of hearing these ads, you can head on over to qpaul.substack.com to listen to my podcast ad-free. Thank you.